Hey, hey, what's going on? I'm excited. He's excited. He's Russian. He's Russian. And he's not Russian like Yulia. He's rushing. He's rushing. No, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I've been doing a lot of... Uh, there's That's been right. a lot of kind of media attention. You've for, had a very, you've had a very tight schedule. Yeah, very always going to be. Yeah, I can tell this is one of these. Max is going to be a dick. If podcast. anyone can see what I'm doing, I'm putting my fingers really yeah. tight together. And yeah, it's it's it's, um, it's letting everybody know how tight his schedule is. But exactly. this is it's episode. Tighter, it's tighter than a bag of assholes. Yeah. This is episode. Huey, um, <clears throat> this is episode. Uh, thank you. Um, this is episode ninety one. We are actually, um, I'm going to special guest Huey, special guest Huey. We're actually, um, you know, we're going to take this 91 through a hundred thing. We're going to make it special, but the first, uh, first episode, we're just going to kick it off. Just old school. Just us. Just us. And, uh, we have, a we have a special special guest, guest introduction, uh, the new gallery director of the dime. I'm stepping away. And uh, she also runs my career now, uh, Rachel Wasif. Hi, I didn't know I was going to be a guest. Yeah, yeah, we just we just kind of shanghaied you. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's okay. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank Ra- you. Rachel had helped with all the logistics for mm-hmm. the last run. I did a mural for Steppenwolf. It's now up. It is twelve feet tall. It is seventy-six feet long, and it's really gorgeous. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah, how it did came that all out, come about? came out great. You know what? They approached me three years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they said, you know, we're thinking about a mural for the new building. We, we, we have an idea about a mural. I was about to start spitting out names, you know, you know, Raman Stodic, Jeff Zimmerman, uh, you know, all the, we, we know so many great muralists. And, you know, Danny Torres, who's my partner now. Um, and then they said... Uh, well, you know, we'd, we'd like it if you did it. And I thought, this would be a good way to honor Martha Levy. Right. So... Uh, and you might want to remind our <clears throat> audience who Martha is. Martha was the artistic director uh, for Steppenwolf for three decades. And damn near every Tony Award they ever won, they won on her watch. Yeah. And uh, she, she was a brilliant... Um, and, and, and wonderful uh, artistic director who fostered a lot of careers into much, much bigger alignment. So um, it was a horrible blow when she passed away, and uh, this was a chance to honor her. So It's beautiful. It's, yeah, it's called uh, um, N- Night and Day in the Garden of All Other Ecstasies. So, and thankfully, you know, toward the end of it being installed and stuff, there were all kinds of logistics that had to be handled. Luckily, Rachel was there to handle them. So, dun dun dun. Yeah. So I mean, it was it, it's it, it's marvelous to have a public piece in yeah. Chicago. Yeah, it's about time. I, I've never had one before. You know, <laughs> it's like, I've I've, dra- I've I've dragged ass over there about nine times in the last three weeks. Yeah. Um, they installed the 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 final tile three weeks ago. There's going to be a formal dedication either late summer or early fall. So that's what I've been working on. And, uh, you know, uh, it's... it's You got some nice press out of it? Yeah, yeah. It's been a journey, you know. I mean, it's uh, just, you know, I mean, the the unsung hero of the whole thing, uh, Danny Torres digitized every square inch of, you know, we tried to put together a paint crew, you know, um... But it was right when Shelter in Place started, and yeah. we couldn't find anybody to even rent us a space to execute a work of art that big. Um, and certainly not for two and a half or three months. Then, right. Well, you have to sign a year lease. And then the artists were like, you know, we don't know what this COVID thing was. I mean, you remember when we thought you could get it off packages, you get it off, you know. Right. I mean, we were walking around the mm-hmm. house with... with uh, the disinfectant wipes just, you know, sanitizing door, groceries. I yeah. mean, everybody yeah, was yeah. doing that, right? Yeah, grocery, you know, cereal boxes right. and shit like that, yeah. you know. So great times. <laughs> yeah. Such really. great fucking times. <clears throat> yeah, Take me back to those sanitary times where I'm not getting a little cold or any of that. I'm completely healthy. 
Really? I, yeah, I miss, you know, I miss the isolation. I want it back. I miss the isolation. I want it back. <laughs> that I'm makes one of us. the yeah. $40 Ubers, the $70 tabs at the bars. Wait, 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 and wait, wait, the, why, uh, why are you taking $40 Uber? You I'm not. You a beautiful car. Yeah, that, you know, um, I do something called responsibility. Oh, okay. So when I have a drink, I like to take a car that drives me home yeah. safely. There you go. I hope it's not there 40 bucks. So yeah, no, Dan, I know, so, I know it's not. It's not. So Danny um, digitized. Yeah, the, he so, digitized all the drawings. So you did... Were I these, did eight, eight maquette drawings. I, right. Um, three of them are right there, you know. Um, and... Uh, we we realized that we were going to have to do this digitally, right? And um, we met uh, these marvelous guys, um, Luca Bellini and, and Nico Scalia from uh, Ceramica uh, Imola uh, from Bologna, and uh -huh. they showed us what they could do because they're really the next generation in, in public art, right? Because weather will not degrade this stuff, the sunlight will not degrade this stuff. And light travels through it because it's ceramic porcelain. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. interesting. You know, so that, that was uh, my next question: is what is it actually made out of? Yeah, it's made of uh, ceramic porcelain. I mean, just really, and, and it's gorgeous. I yeah. mean, it's a really, really it beautiful, is beautiful thing to look at. You yeah. Know? So Italy wins again. Yep. Well, but I mean, you know, you do a piece like that, and it's outside. You worry about the sun fading the yeah, colors and changing the, the yeah. you know, nah. distorting it. Yeah. No, that's well, they've been doing this for four centuries. Right. Yeah. I mean, not not this kind of stuff. Not imaging, but making you know decorative teapots and right. stuff like that for um in this material know, working with these materials yeah, exactly. also frescoes frescoes yeah all, all that um, um so you know i mean we it could not have gone better you oh know? that's and, cool and everybody involved in it the norcon the company that installed uh the tile uh, specifically a really great guy named ryan quid um mike tobin the head of the Steppenwolf board is a guy who brought us to meet the Imola guys. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, everybody from Steppenwolf just could not have been more supportive and more behind it. And, you know, we went through quite a bit of change with, with color correction. Um, we couldn't go to Bologna, you know. We, right. We couldn't fly over there. So we had to do this based on trust. And Danny made, you know, a 1,000 DPI JPEG. And he went into each single thing, inch by inch, you know, cleaned it up. And when he showed me the JPEG and we showed it to uh, Luca and Nico, they looked at it and they said, we can we can replicate this. Yeah. We can give you exactly this. And damned if they, you know, they did. Yeah. Know? So, so yeah, I'm happy about it. it it's, uh, you know, I, I go buy it once in a while just to spend some time with it. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. I'm excited when all the construction's done and, you know, yeah. around there. Yeah. Oh, we really see the rest of the new building, man. I mean, the new building is something to see. Oh, that's cool. Is the new building, is it is it, is it for more stage purpose? Is it for more educational purpose? It, there's, more an there's an education center and there's a big uh, theater that's going to be uh, kind of in the round, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be an exciting space for actors to work in. Right. Do you remember You remember when I did Race at Looking Glass? Yeah. You know, the audience is on all four sides of the players, of the actors. You yeah. Know? And um, it's it's really, you know, you're blocking and you're, you're, it becomes very, very important. Right. Because you want everybody in every seat to be able to, you know, hear you. I mean, luckily with Looking Glass, that's a smaller house. Right. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, it's 225 seats. But you're, it's not you're that acting small. on a square stage. And yeah. every part of that corner, like you said, you want people to, to hear you. You also want people to see something interesting. You know, Absolutely. There's this part, you know, where you're playing C.P. Ellis and you point the gun at the couple, right? Yeah. The first time and only time I got to see that live, I you know I I saw the filmed version multiple times uh, ever since, but I only saw it live once. Your back is turned to me, I remember, and it's but still, what I get out of that is their reaction, yeah. is the couple's reaction. So it you know I think blocking on that is so important because it's like 
You don't want to get a dead angle of you covering the couple and being like, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, we can't yeah. even see shit. Everything has but to you be because they were you spaced see out. Face. They were, but they and also um, and Deanna's. De, it, yeah. Yes, but they were blocked. They were spaced perfectly because they were over both your shoulders. Yeah. That takes a director to kind of look at all sides of the stage you know, and realize that, was, that. To his credit, Schwimmer choreographed that beautifully. To you know I mean? David Schwimmer's credit, he actually has done a lot for me. I mean, we're going to have a guest on here that talks about, you know, fighting doubt and fighting also all this thing and, yeah. and, and words of encouragement and what they can, where they can take you. David Schwimmer, after the show, went up to me, and I know it was just a nice guy thing to say, but at the same time, he didn't have to say it. He was like, yeah. what do you want to be? And he just, before I could even say anything, because you could be anything. And it yeah. it was very a Ross-like delivery, you know, very David Schwimmer, but it was very honest. That's, that's very David. He's a generous wholesome. guy. you know. And I I don't know. I think about that. I think about that at least once a year, you know, where you, and it takes you places, man. It really, yeah. it makes you think like, oh, the, you know, it, it, in a sense, you know, as a kid, I was like, you know, this, this, this famous actor just told me I could, I could do whatever I wanted. It's a way the, of giving you permission. In the moment, it's, it, it's, it was really feel good. I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, the, I think those things take you, take you far. Um, but yeah, I really liked, I really liked David Schwimmer. It's somebody, all, that's gi- what I'm saying. It's somebody, somebody giving you permission to go yeah. become who you need to become. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. No, David, David was, is extraordinarily generous that way and, and kind that way. Yeah. Um, and he's a great actor. He's a wonderful actor. I don't think, Rachel, did you watch Friends? No, I'm not a Friends fan. That's okay. I, not, but you have the perfect we name we to be a Friends fan. Right. You know, know. We, didn't, we didn't watch Friends either. No, I mean, we, we're not we like, didn't. One time, David, the, yeah. he's directing me. He goes, you know, you know that part where Ross does this? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes like this. He goes, you've never seen this show, have you? <laughs> you know, and I, I, I admitted it, you know, but... You know, he was a gem about it. I, I've mm-hmm. seen him be marvelous in all kinds of things. You know, in that O.J. Simpson uh, true crime thing. Right. He uh, he was phenomenal. God, he was so good. Bobby Kardashian. That. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but. Uh, and, yeah, and, yeah. and Curb. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He is fucking great in Curb. Absolutely. He's a, fu- he's a funny Holy actor. Shit. Yeah. He's got oh, great, great comedic timing. Yeah. We, we yeah. wanted an affordable snack, Larry. An affordable, <laughs> affordable snack. snack. Yeah. You know, <laughs> not enough catches in there. Yeah. He, um, he, yeah, I actually think out of all the Friends cast, um, I, one, I thought I thought all of them, like despite me not watching the show, I thought they were all talented in their own ways. But I oh always no, they're all good comic had, actors. Um, you know, I always thought he had a little more than everybody. Maybe I, that's I, maybe hey, that's I the loved. biased fifth grade. I Me love I love Lisa like, Kudrow just because she's, great. she's yeah. like she's amazing. She's a whack job. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I loved her. Yeah. But you know what, a- Aniston is good. I think she just gets put in a lot of commercial hokey stuff. I loved her I in think, that horrible bosses thing. Yeah, I. Oh yeah, yeah. She was marvelous yeah. in that. I think. You know? Cor- I think Courtney Cox. I liked her in like movies like Scream and like. I and, liked like, her in that. That FX series they had called Dirt. Dirt. Yeah. Oh my god! Right. I never right. saw that. It was about a paparazzi no. like TMZ like it was about an, an Inquirer yeah. type magazine yeah. with meets TMZ. Yeah, and, uh, and she's was she the boss? Yeah, and she oh, yeah. just just ruins people. You oh know? yeah, it's like, it's, and the it's, and the sounds sounds deliciously was, evil. Uh, was it Peter Gabriel digging in the dirt? Yeah, and it was yeah. just a hard intro. It was yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to those FX shows that came out in like the early 2000s and you were like, this yeah, is it. I liked a this bunch is, of them. This is, this is the life now. This is changing. This, no, I, I'm Nip, glad. Nip Tuck. You loved Nip Tuck. Loved what Nip was Tuck. with that? It was just weird. Disturbing. It was just really disturbing and nuts. Was The Shield on FX? Yep. Yeah. Rescue yeah. Me. Yeah. Uh, I liked Rescue Me. Yeah, Rescue Me was but good. The Shield was just the most nihilistic, dark. The Shield sucked. I, you I know love what? The shield. I I, I, know I really did. I watched the whole thing. There were some characters in there I really enjoyed and yeah. cared about. Walton Goggins, man, right? Oh, he was great. Oh, actor. Right. And the, the, I mean, for like you know, 
I wouldn't say it was low budget, but it was not high budget. No, they did a lot with with yeah. with with little in that. Right. I think the last couple of seasons, it's like okay, we're stretching this out. But hands down, I've said that before this before on the podcast. But hands down, the last scene of the first episode of the Shield is like the best opening to a TV absolutely. Show ever. Oh, okay, I've yeah. never absolutely. I, I've never really watched it consistently. You, I, I caught episodes when I, I just remember being like, ah, this is too dark for me, even as like a sure. A, a 12 year old kid like being like yeah, i tried I, I to get into bosch my dad yeah. loves bosch too and I, I i watch four full episodes and like already in the fourth episode like oh he's already got a serial killer you know yeah. in the back of the car it's just like they, i've just they seen go, this again i think I've seen I, this all they, they kind of go to that well a little too often i right? think you know? we need to as a society uh start to shame the idea of recommendations of series i think it's really uh selfish i think it's messed what? up to I, recommend a series yeah i think it's messed up <laughs> you know i, I think what? uh what? i think, give me your reasoning here yeah, please yeah. I, I think it's i think it's this i want to hear i think it's a little careless and senseless because, dude, you know, a movie you recommend, it's like two hours of your time at most. Maybe, th- I think when you recommend a three-hour movie, that's when it's starting to stray into fucked up territory. Yeah, there. the Irishman, that's three hours like I'll you, never it, get back. Yeah, but if you recommend, like, Lord of the Rings and someone goes into the theater, you know, as a kid thinking, hey, it's only going to be an hour and a half like any any wizard well, movie would. And then you got to pee and you're a little kid and you're like, when is this? Command. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But, but I mean, but about a little so, to the, to, so to the series, to the <laughs> yeah. series part, you're basically saying, "Hey, devote twelve hours of your life to something, and then, and then, you you might get in like four hours, and you're like, I'm still not feeling this show, but my good friend told me." That this show is great, and he vouched for it, and he knows me, so I'm gonna give it another four hours. And that's on. It, that's on you, man. Yeah, eight yeah, hours. Exactly. That's on eight you. hours, and the show's not good. You know, I, I stop watching it. I tried to watch Breaking up. Bad. That's and you didn't like up. it. I tried to watch Breaking Bad and three episodes in, I just fucking hated it. Yeah. So if yeah. you don't like it, then don't watch it. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. That I, that that whole thing you're talking about, Max, that's on you. No, no, that's no, in no, your no, own yeah, thing. No, 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 no. I don't that's feel on, if I no, no. I don't I don't feel I love Tony. No. I love my dad. I don't feel obligated to watch Bosch. No, that's no. okay that's, that's, that I don't no, like that's, it. That's fine. that's no, that's society putting pressure on you to feel cool. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't and yeah. if you don't know it, you're an outcast at the bar and can't talk for five minutes and have to stay quiet and then you gotta wait and pray that they bring up something like uh, LeBron. God, you need new something. friends if that's the yeah, case, buddy. Yeah, you can't, really. No, I can kind of see it though because I like see Rachel's waiting. in. Rachel's like, in. Yeah, yeah, like, let's on. say you give it the four hours, right? Right. And then it just sucks. Right. And then you tell your friend, hey, I gave it the four hours and it sucks. Yeah. And they're like, well, you you didn't try hard enough. You oh, have to keep but watching. You didn't see episode five yeah. where so and so does the the thing with the dingaling machine, and you're like, it's oh. like how much emotional investment are you expecting? Or how about this? Here? How about the Breaking Bad fans? They're like, wait till season two. You're like, brother, I don't have that time. Exactly. <laughs> I, I I mean, whenever yeah. I recommend something to somebody, yeah. a, I think it's because they might like this yeah. actor or this genre or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um. But if somebody doesn't like the show after a few episodes, I don't care. It's really weird. <laughs> I mean, um, I think most people don't either. Like, okay, you don't the like producer the producer of I the do. Max and Tony show, Chris Bat, is <laughs> a psycho, and we're canceling him. <laughs> you, uh, you know what, my uh, my friend, I'm going to cancel. Con- my friend Steve Conrad finally got around to watching Game of Thrones. Uh huh. He wound up loving it. Wow. Because when, when yeah. I first told him about it, uh, it's like dragons and shit. Right, right, right. And, right. Uh, yeah, and, and, and mandolins and... and uh, yeah, but, and, but it's it's also like with the same head. stuff no. that like okay. Shakespeare wrote about. Yeah, it's all political it's theater. The, it's yeah. about the corrosive property of power. Yeah, yeah. And how it, it, it eats away like acid at the people who tr- possess it and try to possess it. Right. You know? Um, yeah, but there's, uh, you know. So wait, Rachel, I want to know what TV show have, have you recommended to people recently? Oh, gosh. I recommended BoJack for the millionth time to Tony the other day. Uh-huh. Speaking of Lisa Kudrow, she's uh-huh. in that. She's for like in a season. Yeah, she plays an owl. So that speaks to your interest. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I, You know, I watched one episode of BoJack Horseman, and I remember kind of liking it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but you, you I'm like about those I'd actually, yeah. I'd actually had... 
an edible and I was in a really good mood, you know? And uh, Can't hurt. Bojack was making me laugh. And just the whole thing of the talking fucking horse. Right. Like Will Arnett. Ever since Mr. Yeah. Ed, you know? I love Will Arnett. Yeah. Well, he's hilarious, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so good. It just keeps spiraling. And there's like how many seasons of that show? Uh, it must be Anywhere from four to six. Yeah. yeah I'm not sure. It's over now. Any of you guys watch Brockmeyer? Mm-hmm. I have not seen that. Hank Azaria is like a foul-mouthed, uh, fucked-up sportscaster. And oh, just I've read about this. The funniest goddamn thing It's I supposed to be really this. good. It's yeah, great. I love it. I watched all of it. I yeah. love Hank Azaria. You guys are sickos. Recommending your your 12 hours series to no, people. No, because if I... If sending I, them off. I said that I like I, it. I, I didn't I, say that you should oh, watch it. Oh, oh, you, you know. oh, you were just saying you like it. Okay, well, then I like the series. I don't recommend it or anything. Um, right. The Sopranos, you might have heard of it. Um, well, yeah, uh, no, but I am, I, am, uh, I am re-watching it okay, uh, right now, and so I love it. I, you know, the new one's coming out, and it looks with great. With the kid. With his son. It's called The Many Saints of yeah. Newark, and the yeah. trailer looks like fucking gold. I haven't seen the you trailer know? yet. Yeah. Yeah. The trailer, that sounds cool. The trailer looks cool. Um, I think they should get Moltisanti. Uh, I think they should just get him to play his dad. Get Christopher to play I think his dad. Yeah, Chris Imperial. I think it makes yeah. such good sense. I don't think he wants to go back, you know? I don't blame him if he doesn't, but yeah. I'm just saying, if he does want to play, I think he should. I think it'd be a funny move to pull. You know, they didn't They Jackie. didn't use Jackie? anybody. Uh, yeah. No, Jackie. Jackie's the guy who dies in the beginning. Yeah, but, Dickie um, Moltisanti. Dickie, yeah. Dickie, yeah. Dickie, yeah, and you see, I just saw a picture of him, and he looks very similar to, like, to, to Chris Moltisanti, yeah, yeah. so it's like, you know... Um, that show's great, man. Oh my god, the more well, you the more you watch it again and again, you catch you obviously catch things that you didn't catch, you know, the sure. previous times, and it's just, oh man. I just, hey, are, are you a uh, Sopranos fan at all? Did you ever watch any of that stuff? Uh, I watched a few episodes years and years ago. I need to revisit it. Yeah, I just have been yeah. rewatching Arrested Development recently. I just. Right, that was great so when it that, came out. Don't watch that Netflix um, it, season though. No, it, it's oh, aged yeah. really poorly. Let yeah. me tell you. Oh, really? Okay. Well, oh, it's yeah. funny because you know, when it came out, we've talked about this on oh, the three. podcast before about the Sopranos and the like, all the Italian mob movies. Like, yeah. Yeah. those aren't aging as well either. You know, like the whole you know. Uh, all the violence in there. You mean right. these are horrible freaking people, you know? Yeah, right. Like the Sopranos, they kind of make fun of them the whole time. Like from you know day what? one. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the mispronunciation of those words that they do in the first season is just like, wow. By the time you get it. to the end of the Sopranos, you realize that Tony Soprano is a monster. Oh, you, yeah. You hate him. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, yeah. it's funny. Um, I think, I think, I think he's a monster, evidently. Through the first season, you know, from the start, you know, but there's always these moments where he saves himself, so to speak, you know, is in a sense where in a sense where like, you know, you you there's a reason you keep watching the show. Yeah, he does these things, man, that are like, you know, that come from the heart and you're like. And I'm I'm watching it with Zoe now because this is the whole reason I'm I'm showing Zoe the show, but I'm I'm saying. God damn, it's like this is why we keep getting pulled back in because he yeah. does these heartfelt things that make you go, fuck, what the fuck? Why do I like this person? As in it a goes sick, on, though, way? as it goes yeah. on, he has fewer and fewer redeeming moments. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Last, the last two seasons, yeah. well, he's just let's, an absolute predator and a shark. And For those know. who haven't seen it, because now I'm actually sensitive to people who haven't seen it, let's not spoil too much. You <laughs> oh, know? what, too soon? It's been off the air for 20 years. I know, years. but you know, I, got, I, got a, I got a loyal listener uh, who is watching the show, and I can't spoil uh, her. Uh, oh, that's Zoe. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hi, Zoe. Hello. Hey, Zoe. We won't fuck it up for you. Yeah, but yeah, obviously, it gets darker. <laughs> yeah. I think, I don't think, I, I, I don't think One of my favorite characters either. in the whole thing is Phil Leotardo. Yeah. He hasn't arrived yet. Yeah, he was... Uh, We're on season four. We just lost him. He just passed away. Yeah, we... He was yeah. one of the nicest guys you'd ever he was meet in, in your um, life. He was in uh, Do the Right, Do the thing, right thing, and he's like, you better not get it on it's my good fucking f- car. And then they're like, oh, man, come on. Go, go on. Nobody's he's in, fucking... He was in Goodfellas. He, he, you know, I mean, uh, yeah. He's, he's a yeah, deal. Yeah, man. He was... All those legit... Well, the reason why these mob movies are aging, aren't aging well is because they can't make them anymore. 
Because these guys who were connected to that life in some way, these actors that were like brushed up against those people are dying or getting older and can't work anymore. And it's like getting Joey Diaz said something kind of like, you know, after the Sopranos, that mob shit was over. Well, I I disagree with that because you can look at Narcos. Which is all about the drug yeah, cartels, yeah. you know? And those are great but shows. But that's South America. That's not Italian, like, I, I understand, life. but how many far more fucking... I mean, who's going to try to do a mob show now? You're never yeah. going to top The Sopranos. Who no. wants to do a mob movie now after Goodfellas and The Godfather? I do. I, uh, no, I'll <laughs> no, tell you I'm, what. I'm dead ass. Okay, serious. but you know what? You probably... I, I hated The Irishman. I mean, I'll, no. I'll, I'll, right. I'll admit it. I, uh, I was bored. I yeah, didn't like all yeah. the CGI I mean, like bullshit. Like an hour and ten minutes too fucking long. It's yeah. like, come on, can we can we kill Hoffa? And you know, I just think I just think when I say I want to, make, I don't want to make Goodfellas. I don't want to make Godfather. But it's just shit's changed. It's just changed a little bit. The models changed, and like the you know the dialects changed a little bit. And it's just like it's just due for a more modern version. I feel like I uh, have have done some work like that recently like uh been in a pilot i can't talk about right now that this guy might be in too but yeah i think there's something i think there's things coming that that could tell that story but yeah i just think it's changed a little bit i don't think like and i just don't think we as people have a grip on like what it all is yet because it's like I don't know. It's like it's like well, it's the, not moment, there. the moment it's like is the story, the, the, Yeah, the moment is changing. We're in a you very know, it's yeah. Be something new. We're in a know? very yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I I I'm do ti- agree. I'm, I don't, I'm tired of watching white guys on TV and on the screen. I want I want different ethnicities. I want stories about women. I want. I just I'm just yeah, tired. No, I've seen it. enough. I, I went it. and got an Italian sandwich for lunch today, and you know I, this whole all the artwork in this guy's restaurant right. is like the Sopranos and the Godfather's like painted into the same picture or whatever you know and yeah. it's just like it's at just a certain like, point these, you just get sick of shitty people they you do and i'm like yeah, these right. are all the worst examples of like italian heritage yeah. and stuff like you want to be pro-italian like let's put enrico <laughs> fermi up on right, the wall you right know, right you know Rudolf Marconi, Valentino, right, uh, right. you know then why are these Leonardo movies da Vinci, right then I mean, why are these movies so good and influential and then like why do they hold these characters as people to like put up in their restaurants and like I don't know. As people. I, I think uh, I think it, it's perhaps it's like Richard's a, Bar. A, a flaw. I hate yeah. that place. Yeah. I think there's a, just like Richard's, a certain glamour. I wish I wish they'd red sticker that motherfucker yeah. forever. Right. You know? I, I think yeah. everybody agrees with that. I don't but, think you want to hit put on your house, buddy. We'll cut that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah, um, uh, no, I, I I agree with that point. I think people are are tired of that. They're ready for new stories. They're ready. I yeah. mean, that's yeah. why I, I agree a, with Atlanta that. was 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 so successful yeah. and insecure and like yeah. the Narcos TV shows. I mean, like, I just, I think people are are, are interested in seeing other people's stories. Yeah. But, yeah, I, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing, like, a post, like, mob, like, Italian kind of thing where it's, like, they're trying to navigate their lives through this, like... You mean this, now? Yeah, okay. like, now where it's, like, oh, you know, The Sopranos kind of, like, made a joke out of our culture in a certain way. That's what some of them believe. And then some battle with like, no, this was like, this was like a great character. This is strong for cinema. This is strong for us. I'd like to see that post Sopranos life. I don't think we've seen anything like that yet. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And I know it might not be interesting because it's like old white guys. Well, but, it doesn't have to be old yeah. dudes. It can be. It can be. But, you're talking you know. about new, newer generation, new people. You right. Know. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, just like what young, Tony young, was saying about young, the Irishman. Young white like, guys. Yeah. Young white yeah. guys, maybe. Well, I don't. <laughs> you I know. You know. I don't go read for like cop parts anymore or, or racist it's parts anymore. It's, it's like I'm. I'm sorry. You know, I'm just not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just uh, if I find it wholly uninteresting. You know, tell tell me tell me a new story. <clears throat> tell me something interesting exactly. I haven't seen before. You know, exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, but you know, but the, but do we want to see the Ghostbusters like fuck no. just another re- reversion? And the twist is, it's just it's all women this time. Well, no, that's a, that's, a, that's they, Hollywood's they that, problem. They made that movie. It sucked. Uh, what's that TV show on HBO about the guy who's the pot dealer? It's funny as hell. Um, 
high maintenance. High maintenance. maintenance. I yeah. love that show. And that started as a web series. Yeah, it's it great. We uh, um, so Yuli and I just watched Slacker, which that oh, yeah. whole that whole high maintenance. I know had, half the people in that. Okay, movie. so yeah. so I do you know uh, Heather? Um, well, Heather West. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. so I I've known Heather for years, but I had no idea she was in that. She's she's in Austin right now. They're doing the thirtieth yeah, anniversary she's a, screening. She's a publicist for uh, yeah. Music, the music business. Yeah, yeah, I've known Heather forever. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I work with her at Riot Fest every year. She's basically my boss for a weekend. Oh, is so, that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Are you I, working Riot Fest this year? Yeah, you're yeah. running the photo pit. I always, always. My, I may wind up at Pitchfork because Renegade is doing uh, an installation there. Yeah, um, Pitchfork I think is probably my favorite music festival same. as a concert goer. Yeah, because it's just a little smaller. It's a little more intimate. I've seen tons of great bands there. Um, you can also I just, get I, really good food there. Yeah, yeah. And you know? but there's also like, you know, good art, poster art there yeah, yeah. and like what, you know, how they support the artists. And there's like, you can kind of get away from the music, I feel a little yeah. bit. I, and they always have a misting tent, you know, right. in case you get really, really hot. Right. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, we're trying to figure out whether we should do that version of Renegade or the one a week later at uh, on Division Street, which I loved. Right. You know, we, That's always we, a had, a, we had a great. Because now we got puzzles, you know. Right. So, um, <laughs> got to sell them puzzles. Yeah, exactly. But we, Max, we were talking about. Uh, I was comparing Link Letter to uh, um, High Maintenance, you know. Yeah. And we and we watched yeah. Slacker and Heather, which which was really fun. But we're, so my buddy comes over earlier today, and we're recommending movies, and and he and we 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 love uh, his work, but he'd never seen Boyhood because he doesn't want to commit. Four and a half hours, five hours. I've never seen Boys. Is that how long it is? It's really long. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I loved it. But yeah. I broke it. Have you seen it? No, I've been meaning to, but the four and a half hours yeah. is just it's a bit much. Quite but the commitment. I broke it up into three chunks because, you know, everybody knows how it was shot. They, you know, once a year they get together over whatever it was. Yeah. 10, 15 years or whatever it was. Um, you can you you get a you get a feeling for where those are and you just you just take a break for uh, you know, come back to it the next day. It's it's almost like a television show. I mean, mm-hmm. he could cut it into a short series. You know, hmm. uh, probably four or five episodes easily. But you know, it's like Max, what you're talking about. Like, I don't want to tell him. Well, you have if you like Richard Linklater, you have to watch Boyhood. No, if you don't want to commit yourself to five hours of television or don't. movie, then yeah. don't don't yeah. do it. It's not a big deal. You you will not miss out. He, he's made plenty t- of good short films. Yeah, I'm spending more I- time reading lately. What are yeah. you reading these days? I'm I'm reading lots of essays by Jim Harrison and lots of poetry by Jim Harrison. I'm writing more poetry again, and uh, boy, it's been a, it's it's been a break in the godsend. Yeah, um, you know, I'm I'm going I'm going to Wisconsin for a few days just for a break, and I bought a couple of you know like summer novels, you know, yeah. like airport books. Yeah, um, I just I missed reading. You know, I mean, you know, I got during COVID, I got in the habit of planning my ass and my lazy boy and watching, you know, shoot 'em ups and stuff. And sure. it's like, eh, it's, it's kind of gotten old, you know. Well, we've all had a year of watching TV, right? Yeah. Um, I have not been reading much, but the best place to read is sitting on the beach in front of a body of water. Yeah, exactly. A little drink, chilling out, nothing else. Or, or sitting next to a pool, you right? Know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and not having to, uh, you know, not having to. I, I just need a few. I need a few days. Right. Yeah. So you, you're you're working on poetry now, but it, you have a book coming out. Yeah, soon. It's, it's, it'll be out right with my final museum show. It's called The Apostles of Humboldt Park, and it's about how I just kind of maintained by being able to go in that park and walk around and look at birds. That park saved my life on yeah. more than one it's a, it's a really It's a really long poem. It's the longest thing I've written since Bumtown. Oh, know? wow. So, um, and we dedicated it to Nick Bubash, you know, and and all the other guys who walked the park with me. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, that was a really joyful part of our life in, in uh, the middle of, you know, the darkness of COVID. Right. Yeah, I mean, it was, you liked walking the park, right, Max? I liked staying inside. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought we established that earlier in the podcast. I still want to do that. He was not a cold weather bird watcher, you know? Right. He, he just, yeah. 
No, I didn't know. No, I wish we were still inside. I really do. No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. I, I, I don't. I don't. But, I, you know, there's He's a part. A contrarian. There's a part of me that's not, like, With you con- fully sure. convinced it's, like, totally over. It's not. No, yeah. it's not. And, no. Uh, no, you no. know, Rodney is. So in... I don't like talking about, like, things, like, when they start to sound like a ribbon being put on the present, you know, and it's like, and that was that. It does. Look, if you've got, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to accuse you of that, but no, Rodney's Rodney's in quarantine in Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam right now. Yeah, I I don't know, I don't know, man. I mean, the darkest time of our life. Yes, I agree with that, but but it's like it's still there. Yeah. Well, thank you. Nothing but mirth at Max's house. Yeah. Right. Well, look. If you're vaccinated, which I'm vaccinated, I am too. Yeah, I am. Every, I'm everybody, vaccinated. Everybody's vaccinated. Um, you know, you're you're doing, you've done the right thing for yeah. not only your personal yeah. health, yeah. but for society, yeah, our no, community. I, I when think, I think, of these I think athletes we are definitely get, seeing better days. Sorry, you go. When, when I think of these athletes who won't get vaccinated, yeah, fuck you, fucking assholes, selfish, vile, fucking shitheads. Yeah, you know the ones, the one swimmer, the guy in the Olympics who's like, well, no, we're not going to. Okay, but what about fuck you? But what about the people who got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine and now they're like reading all this news about like what's going on with them? That's kind of unfair, right? I got the J and J. What are yeah. you talking about? Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? You got the janky one. No, I well, I, yeah. Well, <laughs> what I'm what I'm saying is like out for two That's weeks. unfair to the person who was like, yeah, I'm gonna get this vaccine and do the right thing, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, hey, there's a couple minor. There's some cases. It might not. Happen, oh, are you talking but, about like yeah. the blood disorder that, thing that and happened? Then just like it's just like I don't know, man. It's just look. There are always these kind yeah. of outlier. Yeah conditions that are going to happen from this but the number of lives that have been saved by that vaccine tremendously outweighs i'm not i'm not defending i'm not defending the anti-vaccination i'm just saying it does suck though that like the people that are doing the right thing though are also getting screwed to some degree well, well, what my, are the numbers? I mean, what, what? I don't know the numbers. They're rising. Dude, Every, like yeah, like dude, positive tests are anywhere from 10 to 30% in places like Missouri and Alabama. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. I can't tell it's, you. It's that. going up in Illinois, too. Places where they eat fucking gophers, yeah. True, but nah, the, here's, the pro- here's the problem. When these people who are not vaccinated, you know, I've had friends be like, oh, well, good. They'll just, they won't have kids and we'll, the, you know, the, the Trumpers will die off or whatever. I'm like, that is not the way to look at this. The problem right. is these people are not getting vaccinated who are, you know, these kids in their twenties and thirties are ending up on ventilators Yeah, yeah. because yeah. this disease doesn't care yeah. how old you exactly. are or no, where you grew up. That's the, the myth. But the problem is the hospitals are filling up again. They're yeah. starting to run out of ventilators. Yep. So what about the guy that needed his heart transplant or the mm-hmm. person that needed their chemotherapy that now suddenly they're not, if they got to shut down the hospitals again, they're going to push those people back. I mean, the ramifications of people not yeah. getting vaccinated, yeah. it's about society and people yeah. in this country are selfish fucking assholes. They really don't care. And, and it's absolutely. like, you can keep telling them over and over and over again, like, please do this. Like other people are going to die. You could die. I, is you having a baby is really not that important right. when there's people around you that will have to pay for that. Like, I'm sorry. It's and they're just, also saying that if you are pregnant and you get the vaccine, <laughs> you're passing on those antibodies to your child. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. No, <sighs> sorry. I can't. I, well, hey, I, this is I, all I, pro I vaccination that. on the Max and Tony show. I'm just saying it really sucks for the like 0.4% of people that like did the right thing and kind of suffered because of it. Just saying. Yeah. I know it's very small. Okay, it sucks to be them. Yeah, it sucks to be them. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I like. There is some weird thing about the. You know, I'm not saying the J and J. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a weird what? thing. Look, um, it was. Yeah. Not it's what it's not as effective against the the Delta variant, right? You know, I think it was like eighty or generally eighty so, to eighty five percent, where the the Pfizer Moderna is like ninety and ninety five or whatever. Yeah. I mean. It, so what? Maybe you get a booster shot in six months or next year or something like right, those right. You know, um, I know they're applying for one for the Pfizer shot I too. Got, I got the Moderna. Yeah. Know, how many? Uh, how many people get an annual flu shot anyhow? I mean, this is not. I get one every year. Man. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah. 
I'm a heart patient, you know. I Again, mean, flu, I'm a, flu hits you hard. Right. You know? We're all pro-vaccination. Yeah. So, but shout out those anti-vaxxers that do. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we uh, break for one moment? I have to do your thing. You got to pee. You got to yeah. pee. Yeah. Okay. Take it over if you don't mind. Go ahead, man. This is gonna be. Uh, all right. Now that he's gone. Wait. I w- okay, nobody. I was nobody yeah, get. No. Nobody get vaxxed. This vaccination is a. Is a. Is a. Cons- this is all. This is all population control. Don't you get it, people? Don't you understand what's going on? He, we only we don't have a, a a long amount of time. Okay, he's gonna come back after he takes a piss. Let me tell you guys something. No, I'm kidding. We should all uh, get vaccinated. I, I, this wasn't even my argument. I don't even know why I brought the J and J shit up. Um, Rachel, you've been running the dime for yeah. some time, and uh, about a month. I was running the Adventureland Gallery before uh, I was let go due to politics. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, we moved on. Well, basically, Max uh, is saying he set the bar really high, so no, you're going to have trouble no, no. jumping um, over it. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm just wondering, like, <laughs> what are, uh, what are the new problems you're bumping into these days, like, with running a gallery? And you don't have to get personal or anything if oh, you don't want. Oh, it's all personal. If you want to, that's fine, too. Um, it's actually been relatively fine, I feel like. Um, our current mm-hmm. artist, Nathan Mason, has just been very kind and patient as i get Mm -hmm. used to taking this on yeah so i'm really appreciative of him and a really good guy yeah really talented wonderful he he spent most Mm -hmm. of his career exhibiting other people yeah you know uh works for the cultural center yeah it's gonna be weird when the show changes and you're like wow this is a new show and then you get completely used to the new show and then another show will change and then like see watching the walls just Watching the lives of the walls just change throughout month by month, but I think I'm you're two months. I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm yeah like it'll be fun. Forward to our it, uh, upcoming it, programming. It was it was time uh, to culturally re-enter the world. It, it had to happen, you know. Um, oh, did it, Mister Anti-Vax? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what? I'm not anti-vax. Yeah, we all we all heard you. <laughs> We all heard you. Um, <laughs> fucking I, 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 I love when he smokes a big bomber between um, podcasts. <laughs> uh, so, well, not, well, you were accusing me of being anti-vax, and I, I took that. No, a little, I'm I not. took it a little personal. Um, so, you were so, talking about the challenges of yeah. running a gallery now. What, like, what are you worried about? People coming out? Do, do I am a little concerned, and then mm-hmm. <laughs> selfishly, my number one concern is like. Um, letting them know, hey, if you're vaccinated, you can take your mask off, and then them lying and then me not catching it. And then I'm immune to compromise. So it's like, oh, no. Like, I don't know. So just wanting to have it verified some way, but we really can't verify it. Unless they bring the card or something. Exactly. Yeah, but we don't want to card Yeah, we don't. I don't want to make it weirder than I'm already making it. So Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, so that... Uh, is a concern concern to me, but otherwise, I've been I've been pretty happy right. for the most part. I can't really think of any challenges yet. Yet, and I you mean, my boss is you here. Can't, so. Well, I can. Okay, so I'll. Okay, what about this challenge? What's okay. it like to get married during a pandemic? Oh, it's terrible. Don't do it. Okay. I yeah. Won't. Um, <laughs> I married them. Yeah. Yeah. I got married in do September. You re- do you recommend him? Oh yeah, absolutely, okay. Okay. absolutely. That's cool. But wear a name tag. <laughs> yeah, we're name I, tag. I, when I pronounced a man and wife, I called her Heather, which is her mom's. That's name. not the first time that's happened. Right, that's and, uh, always. And then you know, I quickly retracted it. And when I was reading the vows, <laughs> right across the pond, there was a there was a yellow crowned night heron. I'd never seen one live before. You were distracted. I, I was. I'm reading the you know the vows, and it's a Neruda poem. And I look across, and God damn, it's a yellow crowned night heron. I felt so lucky, you know. <laughs> and Rachel's fucking staring at me. I was just, so hungry. I wanted to yeah. go to dinner. And when you stopped, I was like, dinner's getting farther away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I said, I said, folks, uh, allow me a, a, a birder moment. Uh, there's a yellow crown night heron across the, uh, the pond. And like this Neruda passage, it too is a poem. Mm-hmm. So I covered my ass. Very good and job, then, good uh, job. <laughs> You're good at that. And then tell them about spin. tell them about what happened with the the restaurant. Oh gosh! So the the restaurant wasn't super pleased. My parents were coming in from Texas and they mm-hmm. had quarantine before, oh, yeah. but they had done two COVID tests each, and they yeah. both came back ne- negative. Mm-hmm. 
So um, it was like 30 minutes of them trying to figure out if they wanted us to let us in or not. And and I empathize with them totally. Right. Um, but then they, they decided no. They wouldn't let them in. Yeah. So it was a it was a hard situation for everybody to be in. When so, was when was this? Right. September. September. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Tony Early. saved the day though. Yeah. I got on the phone with Luca and Umberto. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. For the very first time. That's the when first time Tony I've heard that joke. Saved the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> he went to Rusticana. We it went was to Rusticana. We had food. We had it was a wonderful. Even we had a wonderful reception. You know, it was yeah. great. And yeah, you got a fun story to tell. Yeah, yeah. Luca, oh, yeah. Luca made the baker who had the day off. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was like, it was an Enzo. I was Enzo the baker. This <laughs> is an Italian mob theme here. No. So he he made the guy come in on his day off. The guy goes, "Well, I was just gonna go fishing." He goes, "No, you're not fishing. You're gonna make a goddamn wedding cake, and you're gonna like it, you know." And uh, it was it turned out to be a really kind of magical night. It was, it was wonderful. Really we had like wonderful. the whole space to ourselves, so everybody yeah. was able to spread out. And so when you say that story, you're gonna make a wedding cake, and you're gonna like it. Yeah. You, you know, for you saw that, you saw that yeah, scene I heard him in, say in the kitchen and I heard all him that. Say it. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. You're gonna make a wedding okay. cake, and just, you're gonna like it. Just, you know? confer- just confirming for <laughs> yeah. the for the for the folks was using his hands a lot. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, yeah. both both Umberto and uh, and, and yeah. uh, Luca always talk with their hands. Yeah, yeah. I'd know? like to apologize for uh, the offensive we've uh, caused the Italian community. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, on the Max and Tony show. As we know, previously I, I went to a uh, protest uh, to protest Columbus. That was also another thing that we've been caught in flack from the Italian community from. And uh, you know, we 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 need to make a lot of apologies now. You're so have to uh, make a note how, how much how much pot did you how smoke? much insults did you just hurl at the Italian community <laughs> in one episode? I didn't hurl any insults. I didn't hurl any insults. I mean, Luca and Umberto, okay. we love those guys. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, they're great. They're great. Um, I so actually, you wanted you wanted to talk about the Bulls before no, we wrapped well, it up. Well, I wanted to talk about the state of basketball before we wrapped up real quick. Um, yeah, the USA team. You, you're, you're from Texas. What, yeah. Do you have a team? You no, get, you got three of them. I don't care about basketball. Okay, but what? Okay, but do you have a? Do you? Does your town have a specific like? Well, Houston we, Astros. Houston Rockets. Me, Rockets. The Rockets. Ah, yeah. Okay, so um, you guys have the number two pick. You guys are going to be. Interesting team. That's I'm all I can say. I'm thrilled for them. I don't know what that means, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about uh, the state of um, basketball in the United States. Uh, we started our first two exhibition games on losses, uh, one to Nigeria, and the last. This time is we, the Olympic Games. There is a uh, picture floating around on on you know social media, what wherever. Um, one picture of LeBron James, who was last on the Olympic team in 2012, sitting with Kevin Durant. And it's it's just a picture of them on the bench. And it just shows the scoreboard of USA and Nigeria. And we are beating them by 80 points. As well as should. Really? Because we lost to them on Sunday. Yeah. To Nigeria. Who, who's on the Olympic team this year? Anybody? On the U.S. Yeah. We are stacked. We have Damian Lillard. We have Kevin Durant. We have Bradley Beal. We have Bam Adebayo, uh, and um, we have we have a bunch of other guys. I we, but those are the like those are the main guys that are off the top of my head. And Devin Booker, who's currently in the finals right now, is gonna go from the finals to the Olympics to play. So right we now. got a bunch of pros over there getting beat by a bunch of Nigerian dudes. I wouldn't say me. a bunch of Nigerian dudes, man. I would say actually professional basketball players that are actually just finally catching up with like the style of play and also us sort of actually going backwards and actually getting worse because we're relying on superstar superstar calls, like foul calls and like, oh, he, he got me in this. And they think they're going to sway the referees like, hey, we deserve these calls because we're NBA oh, no, talent. No, not they in the don't Olympics. care. Yeah, they don't give a shit. I think we're in trouble. I think we are not going to win gold. I might go as far as to say that well, we might not even game, win right? silver. I mean, they lost a game. They, they, there's no. They're not eligible um, for gold, are they? 
No, these were exhibition games. These oh, didn't okay. count towards the uh, tournament yet. Um, Still, we shouldn't be losing to these guys. No, we shouldn't. We just blew out Argentina, but Argentina's old. This this Nigerian team looks like they looked fresh defensively from what I could see in the highlights. They had all this stuff. It's bothersome. And you know what? I know I'm not like USA. USA. Everything needs to be red, white, and blue. But I really do take pride in um, basketball. And I really actually do like that we are the best in it. And there's something about it that like it's like, hey, you know, if I do want to win something every year, it's the basketball category of, of, of a world sport. And man, it's rough to watch. As, as nice as, as it is to know as this great game is becoming this global phenomenon and, and people are, um, you know, really attached to it. And my dad's looking at his cell phone right now. But yeah, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting I, I'm, reached out to. I, I'm messing with you. Uh, but what I'm saying is I'm a little concerned for USA basketball. Um, more than I am at, for the Bulls at this point, if that uh, if that means anything to your voicemail. Yeah, we should um, win it. We, we should win it every uh, every year. Yeah. Okay. I agree. You know, I, I mean, agree. We, we're um, the best basketball players in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think, you know, in, in fact, me personally, Tony Fitzpatrick. Yeah, best, you're really best basketball you taught, player. You taught, you taught Jeannie Jeannie uh, Waldron everything she knows. No, I didn't yeah. actually. Yeah. She used to beat my friends at horse and, and pig and could, stuff like that. Would she beat you? Oh God, yeah, yes. Yeah. What are you kidding? Right? I could see I could see it. I could see it. Fading fade, giving a fadeaway on your ass. My sister was a Where phenomenal you, athlete. She went to DePaul on a basketball scholarship. She averaged twenty one points a game. And she's in the free That's throw amazing. free throw percentage records there. And yeah. hey, like free throws, like hey, everybody thinks they can sink them. You ever get up to the line with oh, nobody no. there no, and you not, just... not, what's his name? Not Shaq. He couldn't drop one to save his life. Well, not Ben Simmons either more, more recently. Yeah. I, I, but, um, but yeah. And then I just want to end on, I hope the uh, Phoenix Suns uh, do win it all. But if the Milwaukee Bucks do win it, it'll be a really great thing for basketball karma I'm, and I'm, small market uh, teams. Yeah, I, I'm kind of for the Bucks just because, you know, the Greek freaks there, man. I love that guy. Hmm. Hmm. So the you're Greek. anti-vax. Okay, he's the Greek freak, Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, he plays. Now you say it. Now you say his name. Oh fuck, I can't say. Say his name. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Same name. That was kind of close. You said ah instead of oh. That was it. All right, kid, take us out. No, (laughs) you anti-vax scum. Hey guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick of the Max and Tony Show. We just want to thank you guys for tuning in to our 91st episode. And thank you, Rachel Wassa, for dropping in and letting us know about the dime, which you should check out because it is now reopen on 1513 Northwestern. Sponsored by Forbidden Root Beer. Next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. Drink their beer. Big shout out to Parkwalk Productions. That's right. Big shout out to Parkwalk Productions, home of the Max and Tony Show. Chris Bat. Don't forget to check out the dime on 1513. We already told you. And, and also TF Projects. That's right. Same TF address. Projects. Same address, same everything. And if you want to catch up on old episodes, and just, you know, stay in the loop for what this show's going to be doing. Go to themaxandtonyshow.com. That's themaxandtonyshow.com. Thank you. Thank you.